welcome to TAP, the awesome podcast. My name is Claire Turner and I'm an EFT practitioner, manifestation and mindset coach, the founder of Claire Turner EFT, the creator of Eight Weeks to Weight Loss and the From Doubt to Clout courses. Now, I am obsessed with helping women to overcome feelings of self-doubt and to grow into the awesome and empowered goddesses that they truly are. Now, if you are looking to tap into your divine right to success and abundance, then you have come to the right place, my friend. My goal within this podcast is to help you see your infinite potential, to tap into your personal power and be, do and have whatever you dream of. Thank you so much for pressing play. We're going to have so much fun. Let's get going. Hello, hello, hello. It's wonderful to have you back with me. I really appreciate it. I hope you are doing well. I hope you're having a wonderful day and are set to have a wonderful rest of your week. Um, Today, I spoke a little bit on uh, my Facebook Live this morning about happiness. And this is a theme I thought I'd I'd stick with for this week. not simply because I am running a seven-day happiness challenge, although that is a happy coincidence. Please expect more dreadful puns. Um, but because I think sometimes we can really feel that, like, we take happiness for granted or we forget the times when we feel happy and we tend to just focus on the times where we don't feel so good. And there was an interesting um, statistic that I saw the other day. And I think it was something like 85% of our thoughts. And we have somewhere, it was a ridiculous amount of numbers of like 10, between 10 and 45,000 thoughts or something like that. And 85% of those are negative. And 95% of those 85% negative thoughts are habitual. It is so very easy to get into this vicious circle of feeling unhappy and thinking negative thoughts and then feeling negative emotions and then acting negatively, which make us feel negative, which makes us think negative, so then we act negatively. And it's just a never-ending cycle. But it doesn't have to be, because the really awesome thing about every single emotion, and possibly the downside as well, is the fact that who do you think is ultimately responsible for how you feel? I think that's quite an interesting question, because we have a tendency, myself included, we have a tendency to blame situations, to blame other people, to blame uh, things beyond our control for how we are feeling. And this tends to, this conversation tends to polarise people um, because some people are not ready for the amount of freedom and empowerment 
that the realization gives them once they realize that they ultimately are the only person who can choose how they feel. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not belittling things that are happening in the outside world. I'm not belittling, um, you know, situations you find yourself in. I'm certainly not saying that choosing to feel happy is the easy option because it's generally not. It's generally much easier to feel negative. And the reason it's much easier is because we are so used to doing it. 95% of those 85% thoughts, negative thoughts, are habitual. We have gotten used to thinking in a negative way. It's become second nature. We're possibly not even aware that we're doing it. And the more you do something, the more comfortable you get and the better you get. So the more you think negatively, the more that feels comfortable because that's how you're used to thinking. And you start to get really fucking good at thinking negative thoughts. I mean, you become a bit of a world champion at it. And it's very hard to A, recognize that sometimes because you're so entrenched it's like the um, the frog in boiling water. I'm sure I've said this before. I love this though. It's a bit cruel. I don't know who found it out, but it's a really good analogy. You know, you place a bog, uh, you place a bog, you place a frog in boiling water. It's going to jump straight out because that shit fucking hurts. But if you place a frog in cool water and then you heat the water, the frog doesn't notice the changes and it stays until obviously it gets boiled alive. So like I said, not the, not the happiest of tales for this um, happy podcast, um, but it's true. When you are in the situation, when you are constantly living in the situation, and when you have habitually become used to thinking a certain way and acting a certain way, it's very hard to notice. And I experienced this myself. When I worked in the corporate world, I was in a massively negative and stressful environment. It was a big open plan office and everyone would bitch about, you know, management and hours and pay and what was happening. It was all stressful. It was all bean counting. You had to hit, you know, impossible targets. And, um, I was so used to it, I didn't notice it. It took um, Danny, my other half, coming in because he was—he used to come in and give chiropractic care. And he came into the, the big open plan office one time and I can remember him coming up to me and going, my God, how do you, how do you work here? It's like walking into a wall of negative energy. And I just couldn't see it or feel it. I was so used to being there. I was so used to being stressed. I was so used to thinking negatively that I couldn't see the wood for the trees. And it took someone else coming in and saying, you, you know, you need to get out. This is not a good situation. You need to change something. It took someone else saying that for me to realize. And interestingly, that's also when I started my journey towards um, personal development, which brought me to the EFT route. But that's by the by. Sometimes you have to go through these shit things to find out, you know, your purpose and what you want to do. You've got to have 
that experience of what you don't want so you know what you do want. And it's the same with negative emotions. There has to be negative emotions. I'm not saying banish all negative emotions from your life because that's impossible. And life is all about balance. There has, There is always going to be elements of negativity. It's how you choose to respond to them and how you choose to feel when they can come up. Now, I am not a subscriber to, um, you must be positive all the time. You must squash the bad feelings down and you must be super positive all the time and happy and everyone must know you're happy and no bad things ever happen. Uh, I think personally that that is a load of bollocks. Bad shit happens. That's just the way of life. Um, and I am, I, I do promote positivity. I think it's very important. But I think it's equally important to have some realism in there as well. So it's finding that delicate balance. And I've found that the people who try to be overly positive all the time have a tendency to squish down the negative, to button it down, stick it in a box and bury it deep inside them somewhere. And unfortunately, negativity has a habit of leaking out and infecting your life and your body. I do not think it is a good thing to squash bad feelings down. I do not think it is a bad, it is a good thing to hide bad feelings or to deny you have them. I do not think that is good. I do not think that is healthy. And I have um, lots of experience and I've seen lots of people who do that and where it has not ended terribly well, um, it, myself included. It, my one resulted in um, a little bit of a breakdown. I am more about, and this is what EFT is all about, is admit you feel the negative thing. It doesn't make you bad or stupid to say, do you know what? I'm feeling a bit shit. Do you know what? I'm feeling a bit unhappy. Do you know what? What that person did has really pissed me off. I think you need to say that. We are conditioned culturally and in society um, and by the people around us to, to squish these negative feelings down and to not admit them. And that's terribly, terribly unhealthy. And it does you absolutely no bloody good whatsoever. And one of my favorite sayings from Louise Hay, which I'm sure I've said before, <laughs> and I will keep saying because it's an awesome thing. Um, is you have to be able to see the dirt to clean your house. If you want to feel good, if you want to experience happiness and all the positive emotions, you have to acknowledge the fact that there is some dirt in there too. And you have to bring that dirt up so that you can clean it out. If you deny that you have any dirt, you're, you're just hurting yourself. So I think that's very important. So who is ultimately responsible for your happiness? Well, if you answered anything other than me, as in you, not me, you know what I mean, um, I would suggest you have another little think because the truth of it is, and it, it's sometimes a very hard truth to take, and like I said before, it has um, caused some interesting discussions in the past, the ultimate truth is that no one and nothing can make you feel something you don't choose to feel. 
Now, again, I'm not turning this into a, you know, you're bad or stupid if you feel a certain way. And I'm not saying that bad things haven't happened and that you have potentially every right to choose to feel very shit about it. What I'm saying is consider how feeling shit about it is making you feel and how it's impacting your life. And do you want to allow that to continue? And how would things be different if you chose to feel something else, if you chose to let go of a negative feeling, if you chose to be happy, like genuinely happy, find stuff that you are happy doing and do it. How would that change your life? How would that change how you feel? How would that change your body? Because the body keeps a score. Your emotions get stored in your body. Um, and negative emotions, when they get stored in your body, can leach out as pain. They can leach out as being overweight. They can leach out as all different types of things. So when you are experiencing those, then maybe it is a good idea, or not maybe at all, it is a good idea. If you have a pain that you just can't seem to get rid of, if you are struggling with your weight, then maybe ask yourself, you know, if this pain or if this weight was an emotion, what would it be? And then acknowledge it. Allow yourself to feel it. And then ask yourself, how would I rather feel? And then ask yourself, how do I feel like that? Because the thing is, whatever you ask yourself, your subconscious is going to go off and find an answer for you. And another really good way, that's my alarm telling me to record a podcast. <laughs> um, another really good thing to do is to make a list of stuff that makes you happy. I call it a resource list, and it's something I often go through with clients. Now, make a list of stuff that makes you happy, or makes you feel happy, or helps you to feel happy. Uh, and things on my list are um, music. I have a, a playlist on my phone called High Vibes, and I put music on there that makes me want to boogie and sing along and feel good. And I, I wheel that out whenever I need help, whenever I'm feeling a bit low and I want help to change my energy. Uh, you can do dancing. Something I like, which is going to make zero sense. I don't know why I like it. It's a really, I can't believe I'm admitting this. It's a really weird little thing, but for whatever reason, it makes me feel really happy. Is we have um, hard floor in our corridor and in our kitchen and just <laughs> walking around with a kind of slapping my feet down kind of penguin type walk I don't know what it is but it really makes me chuckle and it feels good and I don't know why so looking for a friend um, <laughs> but that's on my list of happy resources because it can change my energy and my mood instantly uh, and things like your posture. I mean, Tony Robbins is always going on about this, and he's absolutely right. If you're feeling negative, if you're feeling down or unhappy, how are you sitting? 
How are you standing? I would wager significant amount of money, significant amounts of money that you are hunched over, that your head is down, you're kind of curled in on yourself. In fact, do that now. If you're sitting or standing, just just hunch your shoulders forward, bring your bring your chin down towards your chest, and just re-slouch down, and you know, just notice how that feels. I'm doing it now. I don't know if you can hear the change in my voice, but you all sort of. You're almost in a, that protective um, fetal position almost. And then sit up straight. Put your shoulders back. Put your head up. Stick your chin in the air. Even better, adopt the Wonder Woman um, pose, you know, hands on hips, legs apart. Chuck your chin up in the air. And how does that make you feel? There's a real difference now, when you're all hunched over and you're, you know, you're curled in on yourself, it doesn't, A, it can get really fucking uncomfortable. I mean, my back's killing me from that little bit. It doesn't feel nice. But when you straighten up and you chuck your chin up and you adopt the, the hero pose, that feels powerful. That feels good. So that's another resource for me on my resource list is my body language what is my body doing and I've noticed I do this particularly when I'm working on something where I'm wrestling with technology with something that I don't quite understand I I get really hunched over and I have to kind of give myself a bit of a poke and change my body language and that makes a world of difference so have a little think about what resources make you help you to feel happy that put a smile on your face and make you giggle? Is it watching a particular comedian? Is it going for a walk, being in nature? Is it being in the sun? And then make a list of those and happen to hand so that when you start to feel negative, you can get this list out and you can pick something from it and do it immediately. And notice how that helps you change your energy. Because this is the thing, this is all about energy. I mean, emotions is energy in motion. What do you think you are attracting if your energy is negative and bad and hunched over and, you know, just all that shit stuff? You're going to be attracting more things to be negative about. You're going to be attracting shit. Uh, have you ever had the time, <laughs> this used to happen, and it still happens, where you start your day and something pisses you off at the beginning of your day. Maybe someone cuts you up on the way to work, whatever, in the car. And have you noticed how from that point on, things just seem to get worse? Shit just seems to happen. Whereas if you start your day and the sun is out and the birds are chirping and there's a clear run on the roads and you've got a great song on the radio and you feel good, you feel positive, good stuff tends to happen. You have a good day. Your energy is so very important. What you are putting out, you're going to be getting back. So noticing and taking ownership of how you feel, taking on that responsibility and acknowledging it. That's the hardest thing I found was admitting to myself that ultimately I'm the one responsible for how I choose to feel. That was a, that was a tough pill to swallow for me but so very, very empowering.
because it means that I'm in control, not someone else, not something else, me. And that is the ultimate form of empowerment. Now, to this end, I have created, and I'm very excited about this, I have created a seven-day happiness challenge. And I will be putting the link um, in the comments so you can join in. It will be conducted entirely on Facebook. There will be a daily challenge and a daily live. Um, we will be covering things like gratitude. We'll be covering things like your happiness list, affirmations, the um, language, um, so verbal and body. We're going through some energy exercises. We'll be looking at meditation and we'll be celebrating. So this is my first challenge that I have run. So um, I am asking for your help with this. I would be really, really grateful if you could be good enough to join me on this challenge because I'm doing it for myself as well. We can, I can always use more help with stuff like this. Um, I could, would really appreciate your help. Because this is the first one I've run, I would appreciate you joining in. And then I would be very grateful for your feedback at the end on what worked, what didn't work, um, things that you found particularly effective, things that you know were less less so. Um, because the feedback is the feedback is breakfast of champions. Um, and by you helping me with this and giving me the feedback on this first challenge, it means that my next challenge that I run will be better. I can make it better for people. So I would really, really be grateful if you could join me. Like I said, I'll put the link um, in the comments. It is just seven days. Um, there will be prizes. Ooh, there will be prizes for people who participate the most. So um, I'm all about participation. Love that. So I will reward you for being very, very into it. Um, I recommend you get yourself a little journal if you haven't got one already. I do love the pretty journals. Um, they make me feel good. They make me more likely to fill them out. So I'm going to put some links to the ones that I particularly like as well. And I'll be absolutely thrilled if you could join me. So um, I hope that was informative. I hope you got something from that. I hope it's made you think a little bit. Uh, and I very much hope to see you on the challenge. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me in a review so I can keep the awesome stuff coming your way. And if you aren't already following me on social media, come and soak up the extra inspiration by following me on facebook.com forward slash Claire Turner EFT or visiting my website at claireturnereft.com. And just so you're aware, I'm very greedy. Claire has everything in it. C-L-A-I-R-E. I appreciate you so much and I cannot wait to connect with you again in the next episode. In the meantime, be awesome.